You're listening to Your Public Radio, 88.1 WYPR. And welcome back. It's midday. I'm Tom Hall, joined by our theater critic, Jay Wynn Russick. Judy, happy new year. Happy 2023 to you too, Tom. So we want to talk about a production of a Shakespeare classic, The Tempest, although I don't know, suppose any play by Shakespeare is a classic, uh, but The Tempest is certainly up there on the list. It's at the Roundhouse Theater over in Bethesda, uh, and rumor has it that this production includes a lot of magic tricks. So uh, how do they figure in? Why do they figure in to The (laughs) Tempest by William Shakespeare? Well, I should start out by saying, Tom, this entire production is magical, and not just because it includes magic tricks. Almost everything about it is just enchanting. Roundhouse has extended it twice. But to answer your question, tricks figure in because the protagonist, Prospero, is a magician. Um, To brush up listeners on Shakespeare's plot, Prospero was the Duke of Milan until he was usurped by his perfidious brother, Antonio. That was a dozen years before the play starts. Antonio forced Prospero and his toddler daughter, Miranda, onto a rotten carcass of a boat. Antonio clearly thought the boat would sink. Instead, it landed on a remote desert island that was inhabited primarily by spirits. The Tempest starts with Prospero using his magic to shipwreck another boat. This boat is carrying Prospero's royal Italian enemies. He brings them to his island unscathed, unharmed. Prospero wants to teach them a lesson, but he also wants to return Miranda to her homeland. And he'll do this by causing her to fall in love with the Prince of Naples, who's also one of the shipwrecked royalty. Um, As to the specific use of magic in the production, Shakespeare's script has been adapted and directed by Aaron Posner and Teller. Posner is a director, playwright, American University professor. Teller is best known as the silent half of the magician team, Penn and Teller. Yeah, they're big on magic, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he created the magic in this production, though he isn't in the show. I should make that clear. It's not a brand new adaptation. It debuted in Las Vegas, of all places, in 2014. It's been produced from coast to coast since then. And some of the performers at Roundhouse are veterans of earlier productions. Well, perfidious brothers and lots of shipwrecks. I mean, and magic to boot. So uh, tell <laughs> us about some of the magic magic tricks. I mean, can you, is it giving too much away to describe some of them? Well, I can't help myself. I'm going to describe my very favorite. Prospero has an indentured servant, Ariel. Ariel is a spirit that Prospero rescued from a witch. The witch had imprisoned, had confined Ariel in a tree. One scene in the Roundhouse production is a reenactment of Ariel's confinement. It uses a trick called a twister box. I'd never heard of this. But Nate Dendy is a marvel as the entrapped, increasingly pained Ariel. He's standing up. His torso is enclosed inside a large box. His head is in a small barrel on top of the box. The barrel turns Dendy's head 360 degrees. And the box covering his torso has doors in the front. When they're open, all we see is Ariel's twisted hands and arms. I should say that besides being an actor, Dendy is a magician, and he was the show's magic consultant. He also does some really remarkable things with playing cards, especially because his arms are bare, and yet he makes cards appear out of nowhere. 
These tricks are not gratuitous. Like the twister trick, they relate to parts of Shakespeare's text. For, for instance, when Prospero asks Ariel what time it is, a large hourglass pops up out of nowhere in his bare hands. Boy, it sounds like a lot of fun. This is cool. Now, you talked a little bit about Ariel and her portrayal. Uh, tell us a little bit more about that and uh, some of the other big performances in this production of The Tempest. Sure, sure. And I should say that Ariel is male. Nate Dendy is male. I've seen the role played by a female, but in this case, um, the text is adhered to. Dendy looks almost otherworldly. Prospero calls Ariel a spirit too delicate, and Dendy's hair and body makeup are so pale, he's almost translucent. But he also gives Ariel some emotional depth. He's determined to earn his freedom from Prospero. But he's also rather sad when that moment finally comes. Uh, Megan Graves plays Miranda as a very young teenager, smart but naive, like a lot of teenagers. Um, I have to say her wonder at just about everything sometimes does get a bit shrill and overwrought. Prospero is played by Eric Hism as an aching old man. I think he took his cue perhaps from Prospero's comment, bear with my weakness, be not disturbed with my infirmity. The Tempest was the last play written solely by Shakespeare. Prospero renounces his magic at the end. Many scholars believe the character is a stand-in for the playwright, giving up his quill. I brought a clip. This is the beginning of what you might call Prospero's retirement speech. I think you will hear some of the character's weariness and resignation in Eric Hism's voice. Let's listen. Ye elves of hills, brooks, standing lakes, and groves, and ye that on the sands with printless foot do chase the ebbing Neptune and do fly him when he comes back. You, demi-puppets, that by moonshine do the green sour ringlets make, whereof the you not bite that's Eric Hissom as Prospero in Roundhouse Theater's production of The Tempest. So, Judy, besides the magic trips, uh, how, how about uh, other bells and whistles? Did they add some of those to this show? Oh, yes, definitely. There are two wonderful additions. One is choreography by the modern dance company Palabolus. Um, there's a monster on the island, Caliban, and the portrayal of Caliban is perhaps the boldest example of Palabolus's work. Um, Caliban is played by two men, Hassiam Muhammad and Ryan Sellers. They are always physically connected. They move together. They somersault together. Sometimes they speak in unison, two bodies, one evil spirit. Um, another broader added element is music performed on stage by a four-person band and singers. Uh, the music is primarily songs by Tom Waits but they are performed in a much lighter vein than the way Waits sings them. I have a sample. The song is I'll Shoot the Moon. Waits' rendition of this is pretty spooky. At the Roundhouse, it's sung by Kenesha Williams with a lot of percussion. It comes across as a sweet romantic lead into Miranda's romance with the Prince of Naples. You're going to hear Kenesha Williams and then Megan Graves as Miranda. She's trying to lighten the burden that Prospero's imposed on the prince. Let's listen.
joined a pile. Pray set it down and rest you. When this burns, twill weep for having wearied you. So that's Kenesha Williams and Megan Graves in The Tempest. So Judy, we just have a little bit less than a minute left uh, with all these extra added elements. Is it still true, this production, still true to the text of Shakespeare? Well, there are some cuts. There are some gender changes. But yes, for the most part, it is true to Shakespeare's text. In fact, this production would be a great introduction to Shakespeare for younger audiences. It's a production, frankly, that casts the entire audience under a magic spell. A magic spell indeed. All right, that's The Tempest. It's at the Roundhouse Theater in Bethesda, and it's there until January 29th. And as you mentioned, Judy, this has been extended a couple of times already, so that's a good sign. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, a popular way to usher in the year. And uh, but earlier this week, you brought us a wonderful conversation with a guy named D.T. Max, a uh, staff writer at The New Yorker who did a series of interviews with Stephen Sondheim towards the end of his life. And next week, we're going to talk about Into the Woods, a wonderful musical by Stephen Sondheim that's at the Signature Theater. No, uh, no, no. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, we're, <laughs> we're not? not nope. There's been a change. Uh, we're going to be talking about another musical. This one in Baltimore, My Fair Lady, is going to be at the Hippodrome. I'm going to get one. to Into the Woods, a different production, a little later in uh, this winter. All right, fair enough. But My Fair Lady is another big one, and we'll, so we'll have a lot of fun talking about that. Well, thank you, Judy. I look forward to it, and we'll see you then. Thanks. Thank you, Tom. That's it for us today. Coming up Monday, it's Midday with the Mayor. Baltimore Mayor Brandon Scott stops by. We'll talk about the legislative agenda for the city in Annapolis in the 2023 session. We'll also get an update on what's going on in Congress. They are meeting again to vote for the 12th time on Speaker of the House as we speak. So join us Monday on Midday. Midday's director and engineer is Shania Mapson. Luke Spicknall is our WYPR operations manager. Taria Rogers, Rob Sivak, Mallory Pinker, Pierre produce our program. Austin Coglin wrote our theme music. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. You're tuned to 881 WYPR.